A blessed Good Friday, Jonathan. And to you, Seth. How are you? Um, as well as someone can be on Good Friday. I know. It's always it's always a conflicted day. Like I love what it means, what it signifies. It's kind of like Ash Wednesday. It's like a beautiful experience, but it's not really a celebratory occasion. This past Ash Wednesday, I got a text from my friend who's a pastor, and it just said, "Good morning, sinner." I like seven in the morning. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and that's a, that's about how I feel about. About Good Friday. Yeah. Before our episode today, we have a slightly different format. And it's based off a Good Friday service that the church I grew up attending always did. It's not particular to there, but that's why I'm familiar with it. It's three hours, but this podcast won't be that long. Well, thank goodness you didn't give me that framework. (laughs) (laughs) It's three hours, and we're going to move through all of Jesus' seven sayings on the cross. And usually at this service, there's like a small meditation on each one. But I thought for the podcast, we're just going to invite our listeners to pause after we read each of Jesus' words. The idea for this service started in probably the mid-1700s in Peru, from a Catholic priest. He then kind of told all of his friends about it. It spread in South America and eventually made its way to Rome. Uh, The Catholic Church would do these services. And they called them the Three Hours of Agony, both because it mirrors Jesus' Three Hours of Agony on the cross, but also because you had to sit or stand in the pew or in the church for three hours in a row. (laughs) So Pope, this is, this is, I'm not making this up. Pope Pius gave everyone an indulgence. If you made it through these good way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. So ours is going to be shorter, but I think that the indulgence should still count. Yeah. With the, non-existent ability that we have to distribute indulgences i say they still count agreed we could just as easily send people into you know local taco bell and said hey seth and jonathan told me that if i listen to this episode of their podcast you'd give me free tacos to be clear i'm not saying that <laughs> but we could say that we could and it would be just as authoritative you're right well that's the impetus For this episode, I hope it's as meaningful for you, Jonathan, and for our listeners as this service usually was for me. The only point that I want to make before we start is that the seven sayings of Jesus from the cross and their order are just a harmony of all the different Gospels. So this is what the church has traditionally assigned to the order, but Biblical studies is hard. You know, we don't know for sure. I trust that this has been meaningful for people for about 250 years. So I trust that it can be meaningful for us too, even if the order is a little bit off. So with that, this is the first saying from Luke 23, verses 33 and 34. When they came to the place 
that is called the skull. They crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. At this point, you're free to pause, to reflect a little bit on the first of Jesus' words, or to just keep going along with us, experiencing them one by one, and all the agony of that Good Friday. The second saying comes from Luke chapter 23, verses 39 to 43. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And indeed, we have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Seth, let's pray. O Christ, you were condemned as a criminal. Visit our jails and prisons with your justice and mercy. Remember all prisoners. Bring the guilty to repentance. Comfort the innocent. When any are held unjustly, bring them release. Reform these institutions so that they may be humane and restorative. We pray this through the one who lives and reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The third saying is from John chapter 19, verses 26 through 27. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. The fourth saying comes from Matthew chapter 27, verses 43 to 46. From noon on, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At about three o'clock, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lema sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Let's pray. O Lord, you never abandon us. We may feel abandoned, be abandoned by those close to us, or even abandon our true selves, but your love remains. Let us cry with Jesus even in our abandonment. My God, my God. We pray this through the one who felt abandoned like we sometimes do, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. The fifth saying is from John chapter 19, verses 28 through 29. After this, when Jesus knew that all was now finished, 
he said in order to fulfill the scriptures, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there, so they put a sponge full of the wine on a branch of hyssop and held it to his mouth. The sixth saying also comes from John chapter 19, verse 30. When Jesus had received the wine, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. The seventh and final saying comes from Luke chapter 23, verses 44 to 46. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. While the sun's light failed, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. Jonathan, will you pray with me? Merciful God, your Son was lifted up on the cross to draw all people to himself. Grant that we who have been born out of his wounded side may always find mercy in him. Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed Good Friday to all of you. We look forward to joining you again in conversation bright and early on Easter morning.